last time on Dice Funk. Okay, but what about your involvement with the victim, my dude? I helped someone who was injured after they crashed their ship. He shot my mentor in the stomach, left him to die as he took me away. If this thing's going to keep following you and going to keep chasing you, at least face it down with some people by your side that can stand with you. If I told them that he could kill them in an instant, would it change anything? <laughs> I think it honestly would. I think that might make a big difference to them. <laughs> it wouldn't. We'd, we'd still protect you. We'd, we'd still protect you, dear. Sad Titanic music, please. We're all committed. We're going down with this ship. Perhaps I should reintroduce myself? My name is Ragnar Tam. I am the conduit of infiltration. Bow, chicka, bang. Tattoo on the back, on her back. A Victor thing? Her entire back, like Yakuza style. Oh! You are half the man he was. <laughs> Even Vinny, soft, pathetic Vinny, who got arrested by the cops while being invincible, had the moxie to stand up for himself. We were children. At least he knew how to keep secrets. <laughs> Is this the moment that the doors burst open <laughs> and the SWAT team breaks out? We got him, boys! <laughs> it's up to you. Is that what he said? At least. Oh yeah. Don't fuck with my crew. Are you fully committed to the bastards' crew? Yeah. Would you say that you're devoted to it? <gasps> oh. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Do you want to kill him? No, not particularly. I just want to knock him unconscious. Okay. The witch light's kind of just scooting around. I think you guys let it off the ship, but didn't bring it with you. Does he look like he's having a good time? It would be here where it can roam more or less infinitely without being a threat to anyone or anything. And it's going to take apart the landscape, and it's going to try to learn about it. And maybe it can learn. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Let's leave him here. I'm still voting that. I'm hard and firm in that stance. Uh, so, last we left this adventure, you all had successfully uh, assisted in the arrest of two criminal bosses of the Caravella smuggling and racketeering empire. That was cool. Yeah, that was pretty dope of us. I dug it. Yeah, we did have to leave. We did leave our uh, shouldn't exist friend behind, but... He'll be fine. Hopefully they're okay, just taking a planet apart for a bit. Planets are really big compared to things. Yeah, it's like, it's it's bigger than, say, Dr. Adler's leg. <laughs> Think about how long we've been taking Earth apart, and there's still a lot of it left. Yeah, we've got like 12 years, I think, right? <laughs> Maybe less than you'd think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a good run. Kick that can down the road a little further, it'll be fine. Yeah, so cosmically speaking, you know, listen, everything's relative. Uh, Dr. Adler's w- was in Victor? Hmm. That that was a, that was the thing we learned about. Uh, Dreg Dreg is the only Caravella kid that's that's left doing their thing now. Jacqueline's in love with me. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I, uh, mm. <laughs> Damn, he's on. <laughs> we all had origin stories. We were very Sasha Wormsgiving. Oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you let that happen. Everyone probably needs to talk because a lot happened. This 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 was a lot of an arc. Uh, so this is a downtime episode. We're going to get to the level up scenes and all of that good stuff. But let's actually start in a low pressure situation. Uh, therapy. What do you guys uh, have to, to talk about? <laughs> Dr. Adler has the clipboard. Everyone's sitting around not making eye contact. How, how does this feel? Who has the sharing stick? I would like to be the sharing stick. Please pass me around. Oh, pass the baby <laughs> around. Wee! <laughs> oh my god. Actually, uh, it might be interesting to start by asking you a question, Objectivus. Oh, I was not prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> Quite some time ago, you mentioned that you haven't spoken to your sibling in uh, nearly a decade, and I was curious why that is. If you're interested in discussing it. Well, brother is just a word that you use, and I've adopted it to make this clearer. We are from the same brood. We are tadpoles that were created at the same time. I don't know how much you know about illithid reproduction. Shock, shockingly a lot. Is it like frog spawn? Is it, is it just a bunch of them stuck together? <laughs> so how many, how many brothers? Many, a whole, a whole brine pool. Love a brine pool. In which the brine pool is where the elder brain is, and he devours the weakest of us to add to his psychic might. And we are taken, and we are taken out and implanted in hosts who are captured for this very purpose. And they, we undergo seramorphosis to become adult illithids, or as you call them, mind flayers. We do call them that. Kind of a slur. We're going to let it go. <laughs> okay. Duly noted. <laughs> not in character, but all I had go through my head is just not a slur. Descriptive term of what you do. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> politics. Got them. They, they do flay a mind every now and then. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do this in Austin voice. Um, so the, the illithid life cycle, you guys are familiar with the, the elder brain, the tadpole, and the the adult, I guess, the humanoid form, the hu- like the person with the squid face. Uh, but there is a kind of... Uh-oh. Hmm. He's getting into it. Yeah. Where do you think elder brains come from? You understand tab holes get put in people and the people become adults, but where do elder brains come from? That was a great question. Well, when two illithids love each other very, very much, they go... And... Is, no? is it just like a very special tadpole that they go, you will fatten you up? Close, yeah. There's a very special tadpole that when it's implanted in a person, it becomes a kind of a super illithid. It's called a eulithrid. Uh, I It's terrible to say with my mouth. In the same way that Lauren and I started saying neolithid, even though it's neotholid. Um, Wait, it is? Yeah, it's, I, I messed that up. That's not your fault. It's, it's neotholid, not neolithid. But the same thing. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, it's very bad. In the same way, you could look at this word and you say, oh, ultralithid. No, it's eulithrid. But whatever. The point is, there's kind of a super uh, mind flare. They're they're ten- they have I think uh, more tentacles on their face, and they're longer, and they're usually like a different uh, color than the normal mind flares, which have kind of a you know octopus kind of skin. But these ones have uh, usually like a deeper purple skin, and these uh, mind flares 
grow super powerful. And then when they're ready to die, they are put in the brine tank, their skin, you know, they, they fall apart into a brain. And then that brain is the new elder brain. Does that make sense? It's, it's, it's a queen bee. And then the queen bee's brain gets to keep going. Damn, that's a really good, yeah. Thank you for the analogy. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So objectivist tells you that the brother he was referring to is a eulitherid, a queen bee. And he was seen as a threat to the elder brain of their colony. And so they were kicked out. Aww. That's why you found him on an abandoned planet with basically no backup. And only like three ships got sent to help him. (laughs) And you owned them. uh, Because he was basically in exile. He was a persona non grata in his society. Because his brother was a potential usurper to their elder brain. Ah. And look where he is now. Yes, I am an unknown helper on a spacecraft where I'm threatened with death every day. Yay! Yes, a noble pursuit. Um, so I've I've got a question for uh, for the doctor. How are you feeling? Are you feeling any more at ease on the ship? On a scale of one to ten, how bad? I don't particularly feel better for having that news out. And I still stand that I much would prefer leaving as as much as your peace of mind is valuable, I still believe it may ultimately lead to your demise. Bold of you to assume I want to live. <laughs> Physically, I'm recovering. Emotionally... Probably not enough therapy in the world to really cover that right now. I was confronted about all this with the suspicion that I was a traitor as I was recovering from losing my leg, saving a member of the crew. I don't express myself particularly loudly that often, but it did hurt to know that that was the first place you went to. A lot recently has come out about in this crew, and my assumption was not because I thought that you were capable of that. My assumption was because I was foolish and didn't stop to think about reasons a person would keep a secret other than nefarious reasons. There are three reasons why I kept this secret. The first is that there is a legal standing to this identity that I have. And it's in danger by telling other people. Not that you can't be trusted, but we exist in a world that has magic that can read your mind or can compel you to tell the truth without any express desire to do so on your part. So doing so is a danger in and of itself. Second reason is that I have not been able to talk to my family in a decade. They believe I'm dead. I've heard they had a funeral for me. And I can't tell them without endangering them. And if I am not able to tell my family, I find it impossible to tell other people in that same way and be able to live with myself. And the third reason is simply that it's not anyone else's business. It's not a time in my life I'm particularly happy to talk about. And having the freedom and control to decide who gets to know that information has been one of the few solaces I've been able to find recently. All I can say 
is sorry. I can't change now what has happened, but I've learnt from this that I need to think better about certain things, but... Captain, your apology is accepted, and I only say this because you asked how I was doing. The answer is, I'm hurt, but I'll recover. Thank you for sharing. And obviously, if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. Just... We won't pressure it unless you offer it. But we're always here if you do wish to speak. Word. Now, other <laughs> people at the circle. Dreg, cool new powers, huh? What's going on with you? You, 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 you're part of the team, finally. You did not consider me part of the team before. Oh, no, we considered <laughs> you part of the team. Didn't think you considered you part of the team. Seems like that's maybe different. I want to say Courage is trying to experiment with the facepalm gesture in the background. He has three faces, <laughs> so he's trying to angle it so he gets all three in, in one, but he can't quite manage. Oh, yes, I suppose. Go on, story time. How are you feeling? Share and share alike. Relieved, I suppose. It's good to finally be rid of those albatrosses. Nah, he would never say that. Yeah, I would say he rhyme with the ancient mariner, his favorite. <laughs> also, it exists in the Dice Funk universe. Does it really? No, I have no idea. What? <laughs> <laughs> it does now. It's playing on the radio in the background of this scene. I'm glad to be rid of them. I no longer have to look over my shoulder. And that would not have happened without this crew. I'm glad that that's something we could provide for you. I wish I could say it was planned from the start, but I'm thankful of how it's worked out. Huzzah! Right, who else at the circus got feelings? Um, I've never had a feeling in my life. I do want to mention something somewhat unconnected to everything else that has happened uh, regarding revelations. And uh, I want to apologize as I feel that my efforts on the previous mission were subpar. What do you mean? I made quite a lot of errors that I feel made the mission more difficult, endangered people, or simply fail to do my duty. Oh, I mean, I've done that a lot. Sometimes <laughs> shit happens. Yes, I don't know how much pride you take in not making mistakes, though. You seem to enjoy making them. Man, everyone's coming so hard today. <laughs> Noah, Noah, no, no offense in that. That seems to be part of the charm of your character. <laughs> well, I'm going to go uh, sit and think about that for a while. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to my nest. Bye, everyone. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not actually going to my nest. Uh, no, I was referring more specifically to failing to scan Vinny when we first met him. I might have been able to suspect he was planning something in that moment, or at least had something. Sometimes in high stress moments, you don't always think of everything. None of us on on the crew are perfect all the time. Uh, 
My gun is a little bit fatal, working on that. It's going to try and be a little less uh, chunky salsa about things. We all, we all improve, we learn, things change. It's... I, I appreciate your dedication to perfection, but it's not something you need to worry about. It's the benefit of having people to back you up. Unfortunately, some of the tasks that I deal with are ones where making a mistake results in lives being lost, such as what happened in the bar back on Pell 3, where I ignorantly thought I had stabilized one bionoid before moving on to Pearl and mis uh, was mistaken. Sometimes it is necessary for you to move on. <laughs> so sorry. You can't hold on to that failure. If you do, you will never escape it. Now Olivia's gonna kind of like look off into the middle distance. <laughs> I I appreciate that you, Doctor, deal with situations where there's perhaps a little more weight when things go wrong. Again, if there's anything we can do to support you, we are here. It's a heavy burden you carry. We're in this together, I believe. So It's not lost on us. Indeed. We, if, if we can do anything to shoulder that burden, we are here to do so. Does Post Malone just sound like singing garbage, or is that just me? <laughs> you know, I've never actually listened to a Post Malone song. I'm a bad millennial. Who, who is Post Malone? D Damn. J just don't worry we about it. We cannot do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're guys, we're so much cooler than him. We're on a D&D &D podcast, and he's only a, he's a millionaire, yeah, Grammy Award winning uh, musician. Anyway, who? Oh, Lord almighty. Give me strength. <laughs> Get him, Conrad. Get him. <laughs> All right, fucking yeah, hell. It's, he's, he's post Malone. He's that service that brings food he's to you. He's after Malone. Right, so like this is like, he, he's Frasier. What? <laughs> post Malone is Frasier. Sam Malone is the bartender on Cheers. Frasier's the series that follows Cheers. So, Austin, how do you insert this out of context conversation into the episode to make sure... Post Malone is Frasier is the episode title. <laughs> no, I think I'm just cutting everything we've recorded. It was a fucking nightmare. A half an hour oh, fever dream. Oh. Okay. What about your Ted Danson facts that you keep wanting to get on air? There's, I just, they're not, I don't have them in front of me, Lauren. This just isn't going to make any sense to the audience. You know we're on a podcast, right? Did you know Becker ran for six seasons? What? <laughs> My favorite Ted Danson fact is I have no idea who Ted Danson is. What? Oh. From Becker fame? <laughs> I don't know what Becker is. It's a good place. You're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, no. Nobody knows what Becker is. That's fake. He made it up. <laughs> well, I'm reading Ted Danson facts now. Apparently, uh, he had an affair with Whoopi Goldberg, which led to a divorce, uh, which is one of really? Hollywood's costliest divorces, reportedly costing Danson $30 million. Who'd he divorce? I remember when that was happening, and that was a, a thing that was in the news that Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg had had an affair. Yeah, I remember that. His wife, his wife was a producer named Cassandra Coates. She does not have a Wikipedia oh. page. 
No, not no, nobody cares. Okay. Got her. <laughs> they want to. Of course, you know, because who cares about the victim, right? Damn, come on, man. Nobody's letting me have a fucking damn. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's letting me have anything today, man. <laughs> it's not about yeah, what? I yelled out a lot Lauren, of work. Lauren, I'll let you have a fucking damn. Laura's got my back. Okay, so you guys are all sitting in therapy. It's very awkward. Dr. Adler is staring into the middle distance. And I think um, probably, Sasha, you get a call on your space phone? My space phone, wristwatch, sword, MP <laughs> watch. I don't know. So it's just a multi-tool. It has all your, your sweet jams, all your good space songs, and it's also a phone? Yeah, it's like everything because it's the future and we can do that. We sure can. Uh, you have a call coming in from Gabriel, the Doar. Oh, I love that penguin. What's what's up, my homie? My dog? <laughs> I'm a Doar, not a dog. It's a, okay, it's a term of endearment, but go off. Not on my planet. <laughs> okay, uh, what's up, my Doar? <laughs> Listen, toots, you asked me for some mechs, I got you some mechs. Do you want them or not? Yeah, give me, give me the mechs. <laughs> Well, I don't precisely have the mechs on me. I have some work orders. Your people have let the funds clear. It's a whole thing. You have a nightmare planet over there with all your bureaucracy. It's uh, it's just a, the worst. Why can't people just pay with things for money? Like adults. Nobody knows. But uh, yeah, what's up? What's, what you need from me, my, my, my door? <laughs> I need to know what kind of mechs y'all want. Okay. We'll get back to you. Is... <laughs> No, you will not. You will talk to me now. <laughs> okay, hey, everybody, what kind of mechs do you want? Put me on speaker. Let me talk to your boss. Everybody, okay, he's on speaker. It's me, Gabriel the Doa. What do you want? <laughs> oh, oh, is this this is where we put our orders in for dog mechs? Now, now let, let me repeat. They are not shaped like dogs. They are named after dogs. <laughs> this is very clear, and it was been clear since it was explained to you, although there appears to still be some confusion in the community. What if you wanted to look like a dog anyway? Knock yourself out, toots. <laughs> so okay, I'm I'm having a moment where I know what dog I initially wanted my mech to be named after, and then I'm pretty sure last time we recorded an episode, I mentioned a different breed of dog. What did I mention? The um the one with the the barrel around its neck. Saint Bernard. Saint Bernard. You, you yeah, mentioned my... that as your healing spirit. Yeah. So I I kind of want I kind of want the Saint Bernard mech, which. Other people tell their mech names. I will tell you what my mech is like in a second because I need to find my bit of paper. But it's a Saint Bernard. That is the the name of my mech. <laughs> I want a Shiba Inu. Small, cute, stubborn, meme worthy. Did you say meme worthy? I did. As in, it can be put up on images with text for jokes. Yes, always for the jokes. Make sure it's extra cute. You realize this is a piece of military hardware. Yeah, make it cute. All right, it's your funeral. <laughs> yes, thank you. So, St. Bernard Mech looks just like a unicorn Gundam. That's the sort of look I'm going for. You're sort of big, big, like, little little bit wing, wingish going on. Just big, white, cool Gundam mech. So you, you want the thing in the head that splits open as a V or a horn? Uh, uh, the, ho- the horn. I'm, I'm good with the horn. The horn is always cool. Okay, I only got halfway through Unicorn Gundam. I got caught up in some other stuff. <laughs> okay, okay, just just cool white, a cool like plain white mech with some cool wings and a unicorn horn. Okay, so we got a cute mech Shiba Inu. We got a 
classic humanoid kind of mech for the captain. Uh, oh, can it have can it have an alcohol bear around its neck? Hence the Saint Bernard. I mean, you can. I don't know what the application that's going to be to fight. You guys are probably going to be fighting. The application of that is I can then drink wine cellar. Exa- it, it's a functional wine cellar. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> useful for me. <laughs> so is Earth just a planet full of clowns? Is that what it is? It's just a clown college? <laughs> is your Naval Academy a clown college? Is that what's happening? Anyway, I haven't heard from other people on the crew. What kind of mechs do you want? Can my dog be called the Norbert? <laughs> and it is a very small, adorable dog whose tongue sticks out the uh, right side of its mouth and it gives high fives to people. I mean, you can call it anything you want. You'd realize Norbert is a specific dog and not a breed. (laughs) I want it based on the specific dog. Also, you're describing a dog. You should be describing a mech. It's a mech. I just want the mech to have the features of Norbert. (laughs) Mostly the tongue, the adorable face, and the high-fiving people. Actually, uh, just give me one that can, like, rescue people in space or something like that. I don't know. I mean, you will have full control over it while piloting. You can high-five whoever you want. It's none of my business. You should you have, like, a cool med bay in yours. I'll take the Mastiff. Finally, we have a man who knows what he wants. Big, big mech does killing. Yes, with the pneumatic blast arm attachment. Oh, those are very nice. Custom 74 is my favorite, all chrome. Explosive charges? Hell yeah. Excellent. I'm the conduit of combustion, brother. I know what you're saying. So, Chris, what's your Norbert mech gonna gonna do? <laughs> I told you to high fives people. No, I I just want one that rescues people in space. I guess calling it a golden retriever is the easiest one, but that seems like a boring dog type. Who's that? What's another release? Uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, Balto. <laughs> you can't just yell the names of dogs, Airbud. <laughs> Oh, can I be the Airbud? My neck's really good at basketball. Yes, please, <laughs> I'm trying, Austin. I'm doing everything I can. I... It is. A, it is a golden retriever. Conrad's braver than the troops. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had mine right away. So. Oh. <laughs> okay. What kind of weaponry does the Shiba Inu have? Their love. Uh. Sonic Borks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good enough. Not going to question it. Captain. Well, that's a Swedish designed cannon, right? <laughs> the Bjor- Sonic Bjorks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, well, no, Bjorks Icelandic. Oh, boy. Captain, I'm going to assume beam saber and rifle. Uh, I was going to go beam saber and shotgun, but close enough. Yeah, shotgun's a good choice. I have quite a range. We got snub-nosed, we got the longer barrel for your large game. Uh, snub-nosed seems good with the whole dog theming. Let's go snub-nosed shotgun and a nice old beam saber. Okay, so this is bad, but uh, I would like the Shiba Inu to have like a baby Bjorn. And the objectivist has like his own little compartment in the baby Bjorn. <laughs> you can just carry him with you. He doesn't have to be built into the mech. Do you guys know what mechs are? Sorry, I should. Yeah, I'm trying to make him feel big and important. Oh my god, I can't believe you're taking this away from him. 
He's a big boy, Austin. <laughs> this is my fault. I didn't explain what mechs were. Can my mech look like Norbert, but it has three faces, kind of like Courage, but it's Courage with Norbert, so all the faces have the tongue sticking out? <laughs> okay, so do you want Norbert or Airbud? I want Airbud, actually, now that you say it. Okay. But it needs to, but it needs to have, like, a metal basketball uniform already put on it. <laughs> actually, no. Can I do the Airbud from Airbud Golden Retriever, uh, where he's a wide receiver in football? Would it be a golden receiver? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I and I assume you you just want to heal. Yeah, it's just a healing mech. Well, if it can rescue people in space, that seems very vital. Mm-hmm. That seems like a very broad description. But like, if it can extract people from mechs too, it's a nonviolent way to like yeah. stop he, a mech. He, he, healing Ray, a little med bay. It could have a a shielded uh, like uh, tractor beam and a shielded capture unit bring in somebody, a and, baby Bjorn, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can my mech have the baby Bjorn instead? No, it's my idea. <laughs> we we had a conversation off mic about everyone's experience with mech and like mech anime more specifically, and it's great how widely disparate our experience was. Like uh me and Laura have like made Gundam models and figurines, like we're pretty deep in that. I think Chris was like, I watched Power Rangers growing up. That's my reference. And Lauren's like, uh, Gurren Logan made me cry so hard I threw up. And Conrad's I like, I didn't throw up. I just cried a lot. Okay. <laughs> and Conrad's like, I saw Evangelion, I think was your response. Uh, yeah, I saw Evangelion and I'm glad they made those last two episodes so that I didn't feel like my life was a complete waste. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have complicated thoughts on that series as well. I just think it's funny because yeah. mechs are, you know, a genre, supposedly, but it's they're all so, so different. The tones, the the moods, the violence oh, yeah. levels. There, there is one mech thing that we've not discussed that I think needs to be a part of this discussion, which is Power Rangers as a mech reference point. All the mechs need to eventually combine into one big mech. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that has to be an option on the table when we assemble these mechs, is should the need arise, we need to be able to combine these mechs. You want to Voltron yeah. up? Yeah, we need to be able to Voltron. What, what kind of dog are we going to turn into? Something big, a Malamute. Capybara. That's not a dog, Chris. <laughs> it's really close. <laughs> it is pretty close. Giraffe. <laughs> it's not close. They're rodents. They if... have the chill-ass attitude of dogs, though. Is there a gas leak in this show? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I'm sorry that we're having a good time and you're not. I'm having an extremely good time. I'm just The thing you said it was wild and I had to acknowledge it. It breaks the fiction if I just let you say stuff like that and I don't think it's weird. But think about it. Their chill-ass attitude is very similar. Clifford. So, so by that metric, chihuahuas aren't dogs. <laughs> no, come on. Hold on. They are, but all uh, okay. Chihuahuas are dogs, but all I can think of is that Eric Andre Jim. <laughs> how could you say something so controversially and so, so brave? brave. <laughs> Chihuahuas are actually rodents, and capybaras are dogs. I've just oh, cracked the case. We cracked the code. Okay, so I'm what, confused because I typed famous dogs into Google, and one of the first results it gave me was Albert Einstein. <laughs> hmm. Oh wait. Did he? Oh, you mean you mean Doc Brown's dog Einstein from Back to the Future? I guess it's just a picture of Albert Einstein. So I was like, did Albert Einstein voice a cartoon dog at one point? <laughs> Either that, or he was a notorious womanizer, and I didn't know. What about Beethoven from the Beethoven films? 
He's actually the second one on there, and I assumed it was based off the dog from the movies. <laughs> Fenrir? Would Fenrir count? Can we be Fenrir? Yeah, can we be Fenrir? <laughs> I regret- Cerberus! No, we need less of us. No, I mean, I feel like Courage's mech would definitely be Cerberus. Yeah. Yes. Oh, do all the NPCs get mechs too? No. Good. Oh. <laughs> another reason to have the baby Bjorn. They can take turns. You've just saved us another hour of conversation. I'm sorry we love all your characters, Austin. God. <laughs> oh, it makes me feel good. No, I mean, he just explains to you that there's just a limited like production pipeline and manufacturing and shipping and stuff. Also, they're heavy. Huh? Also, we gotta like carry them around in the boyfriend brig. There's not that much room in the mech hangar. Um, so where the boyfriends go? And and you know, I mean, we might be in a far flung, you know, distant future with great magic and technology, but we still have not resolved that last mile problem. Why is Chris sending me Squarespace? He sent us a picture of Norbert. I want oh. you all to know who he is, in case you don't, because this dog is the most precious thing ever. Yeah, I googled it a minute ago. Can I can I fax that picture to the penguin? <laughs> fax? <laughs> so to be clear, are y'all asking for dog-shaped mechs despite my deliberate and very specific instructions to make humanoid mechs? I asked for I asked for Unicorn Gundam, a very well-known mech thing that is known. Captain, I understand. You're perfect. We're a simpatico. We're on the same page. Not addressing you. You're perfect. You're golden. A la Anubis. Humanoid body dog head. What's Anubis? Nobody knows. No, he died. He definitely existed. That was a real thing. Who murdered him? Who could have killed him? Who knows? <laughs> it was me. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do something else because <laughs> y'all are a pain in my ass. <laughs> Bye. I'll miss you, Gabriel. Have fun doing penguin things, the war things. <laughs> I dislike you on both a cultural and a personal level. Goodbye. But you still do business with me. Pew, 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 finger guns. He hung up. <laughs> yeah. So we're all getting cool, Max. <laughs> yeah, good, good luck, fan artist, with those descriptions. <laughs> it feels like they did a prank on you. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. My unicorn Gundam has a hippo face. There you go. I'm in hell. Uh, does anybody want to talk about their level up? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, <laughs> I can think of a couple of reasons why not, but please go ahead. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, it, I can't talk about Norbert while I'm doing this, so that's a plus side to everything. I, I mean, uh, he's an extremely good dog. Don't get it twisted. He, he's so cute. I love that dog. I was just trying to say in character is Gabriel. I just want everyone to enjoy that dog as much as I do. All right, so I'm level six, uh, and I took my level six in cleric as well. So the main things that come from that uh, is my uh, Olivia's biotic powers have gotten a little bit stronger, so she can basically pick up things from a, a further distance away, and she can also uh, now trip people using them to kind of uh, immobilize them. And then she also uh, gets a couple extra spell slots uh, for level 3, and uh, there's some domain spells that I forgot to mention last time, which is uh, Fly and Liamon's Tiny Hut. Uh, I don't know what the second one really does. I've been lazy. And oh my a... god, it makes a tiny hut. I don't know how my biotic powers do. I guess the biotic shield is what it's essentially as. But I can fly, which is cool. So I just want that to be known. I'm a really big fan of the tiny hut, honestly. Austin, can I do my scene? <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. 
Do you need permission? I don't know. You were really quiet. So I was like, I feel like he's judging me. I was just thinking about the tiny hut. <laughs> okay. This episode's a disaster. All right. Imagine, so- imagine the tiny dog inside the tiny hut. Yeah, Norbert, he's in the little hut. He's got a babushka. I love mm-hmm. him. I, uh, it's great. What? And he has uh, a very tiny salad in front of him. Chris, tell us about your scene. <laughs> so all the things. Why are you like this? I'm, I'm awake for once this week. Do the show, everyone. I'm awake enough to tell people to do the show. So all the things I just mentioned are in my scene. Now, uh, so for Olivia's downtime scene, she is uh, going to back to Pell 3, and she's going to meet with uh, Pearl to talk about a potential uh, deal. All right, so I mean, I imagine you meet her in the meeting room from the Godfather. You know, it's like uh, there's a long hallway and it closes the door ominously behind you. And there's a big desk and she's sitting there going over some papers. Uh, you, co- you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding? I don't have an Italian accent in my quiver. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, maybe I should do uh, an insight check because... <laughs> well, no, I, I want to do an insight check because... I never met Pearl in a situation where my character wasn't saving her life. So mm-hmm. I just want to get a glimpse of what I feel the like, sort of attitude in the room is. Oh, okay. So four, 14. Yeah. Um, you don't think you're in it. Like, I don't know if she's going to be super strict or if she's like, oh, you fucking saved my life. Let's be casual about this or whatever. Yeah. Uh, with a 14, I think it, you're, maybe she's a little stricter than you were expecting. She is the conduit of professionalism. So even though she owes you her life, she is still kind of acting kind of like a serious mob boss person. You know, she killed people for a living uh, and now she commands a bunch of people who kill people for a living. So she's still pre- a pretty serious character. She's not like a danger or a threat to you right now, but she basically, you know, welcomes you in and says like, so what's your proposal for this deal? Uh, like it's this, nothing's free. In Markov. Mm-hmm. So I need your help in my efforts to try to find a solution for the illithid food problem. And I believe that a very essential key piece to that is finding a living Maxwell for us to use experiments with and potentially use in our, our solution. Yes, the Caravella organization is actively searching for such a specimen it would fetch quite a price (laughs) for its capacity to be used as a power generator alone i mean look at this moon and what we've done with it it's priceless so we are actively looking i need as much effort can be put to finding one as possible and for it to be used if one a living one is found to be or any living ones to be used towards the illithid food project and what are you offering in return for a priceless specimen which could advance science by generations and your name will go down to history if you're the one to crack this problem the potential discovery of a solution to the illithid food problem will save civilizations it would be without exaggeration potentially the greatest goodwill act known to history i'm willing to sign over all rights that i have to the efforts of this discovery to you i would still work and complete the project but as far as everyone publicly would know the caravella corporation was 
directly responsible for solving one of the greatest galactic crises ever known. And I can't think of a better way for an organization that is perhaps trying to turn a somewhat more legitimate leaf to get that sort of exposure. The Carabello organization has many legitimate branches and many systems. And certainly the PR boost from being the people who saved countless galaxies would be great. But what would be even better is being the sole distributor for all illithid food. In- it sounds like a really good plan. Psst, psst, sounds like a really good plan. <laughs> I can't tell which, what Conrad slash Dreg is rooting for right now. Well, that was his plan. Oh, that was Dreg's plan? That was Drake's plan is to have them go legitimate, have the trafficking group go legitimate by making them the sole distribution venue for the illicit food supply to make them the go-between. Oh, this is really interesting. So is Pearl just acting on Dreg's orders right now? Like this isn't even her idea. This is Dreg's idea. That would be fine. Yeah, that rules. I understand that it is very difficult to put this into wording but i'm hoping that as the conduit of professionalism that your word can mean something i can agree to that on the assumption that this is not something that the caravella corporation will ever leverage for political power by withholding that food if certain conditions don't meet their interest Mm. you can have the money but the food would need to be delivered so illithids and bionoids reproduce in a similar way. They have to take over sapient hosts with their young, their parasites in their larval form. But do you know why illithids are feared in every corner of the universe and bionoids are a curiosity at most? Uh, more pages in the monster manual? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's because bionoids carefully select their hosts and do so in small numbers where they don't draw attention. And illithids conquer solar systems by the dozens through force. They wage galactic war on a scale which can only be measured by supercomputers. <laughs> there is no universe in which it is economically sensible to provoke them by withholding food. <laughs> it sounds like you're agreeing to the terms, son. Yes, I'm agreeing to your terms. I'm just being clear. It's not out of the goodness of my heart. It's out of what makes sensible business. And you do no business. I sure do. And killing people. And you'd be surprised how often those are the same thing. Where's that Zodar? I want to hang out with him. <laughs> uh, before you go, um, actually, I think Pearl has a present for you. Okay. Uh, when you went to the art studio to talk to the nobles' uh, friends at the art uh, collective, uh, you asked to get a belt made. Do you recall this conversation? No. Austin, I recall nothing I say on this show. 
Yeah, I noticed. It is a thick haze, and then when I'm done, I emerge from it. That's why I phrased it as a form of a question. There was some talk of getting a belt made by those artists, uh, and there was it was like a I characterized it as a fidget spinner belt, and you're like, no, actually, in real wrestling, this is a thing that existed. Oh, the spinner belt, yeah. Um, so they got you, they made you one, and Pearl gives it to you, and it actually is a magic item. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, you have a kind of uh, well. Why don't you describe it to me? I'm just I'm giving you a magic item. Tell me about it. All right. So it gives me uh, immunity to all damage. All right. And it gives you butt. I, it gives you butt cancer. You die. <laughs> oh no! I was I, yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming if it's a fidget spinner belt, that it's got to look like the WWE Championship circa 2006, which was hideously gaudy and blinged out with a bunch of uh, jewels mm-hmm. and um hmm. it's got to be like the current titles though that have side plates that are customizable to the person who has the title and what would olivia's logo be <laughs> can it be norbert high-fiving uh Airbud as it goes up for a dunk is this what the show is now? I, I don't know. You put me on the spot. I hadn't thought of a logo for my character. I'll leave it to the interpretation of the audience to assume what uh, side plates would be that would be uh, fitting to Olivia. Because she doesn't officially have any kind of uh, logo. So why would they use an official one? So I guess it would be it would be what Pearl's interpretation of, of her is, I guess. Well, it was made by the artists at the uh, the collective. So Honesty and those people down there. Okay, so... Because you guys helped solve Noble's murder and captured the person, the, well, the people responsible. Uh, yeah, I guess the only other thing would be, like, what if it adds, like, uh, an extra D to, to healing spells? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Dope. So Pearl gives you the belt, and you put it on, and it's magic, and now you can heal better. Um, and Pearl says, I do have um, some information for you pursuant to the Maxwell survey. Okay. All this business with Noble has raised questions about the destruction of the Rygar's home planet. Mm-hmm. We sent some people out there to look over, well, the ruins of that planet. And it certainly was destroyed. But my understanding is that the destruction is somewhat contradictory. Which is to say, the Rygar tell people their planet exploded as like an artistic display. And we, if you look at it, sure, it looks like it exploded. But our geological samples, the ones that we have taken, and frankly the ones we have stolen from other government and private surveys, seems to indicate it was exploded after it was destroyed. Interesting. Do you have any running theories as to why? No. I'm a hatchet man for the mob. <laughs> hatchet woman, I guess. I, I'm i not a geologist. I'm not a planetologist. All I know is whatever story they're spreading is not only not true, it seems to be a cover-up. So is there anything left where Rygar 5 was? Or is it all just debris now that was 
destroyed after the fact. Yeah, yes, there's debris that our people have been surveying. I'm not sure how much we're going to find that wasn't found by other people. We're not the first to discover this. It's just everyone who's discovered it before has kept it secret. Well, I may know someone interested in conspiracy who could perhaps <laughs> try to come to a conclusion on this. Ah, hmm. Okay, I'll go. I'm a grown-up. Um, so Sasha leveled up to level six also. That's cool. I uh, got another spell. I took what I think is a pretty cool spell. I took Speak with Dead. That's a pretty cool one. Thank you, Laura, for acknowledging how cool it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool. It's ice cold down in the ground where it's very cold. Yes. Uh, it's also, as part of my bard shit, I get uh, counter charms. So now I can counter charms. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> the really cool thing I get, the only thing I really care, I mean, I care about those things. So the thing I really care about is uh, as uh, a bard of the College of Whispers at level six, I get something called the Mantle of Whispers. And it's really dope. Uh-huh. Uh, so when a humanoid dies within 30 feet of me, I can magically capture his shadow using my reaction. I get to hold on to the shadow until I use it or when I finish a long rest. And uh, it, as an action, I use the shadow and it like turns into a disguise and I look like the dead person, but alive. And I also get access to some like general background memories so I can pass myself off as this dead person. Jesus Christ. Are you sure you're not a cryptid? That's a really cool power. That's really dope, right? <laughs> That's super cool. Uh, so let's see if somebody dies around me. Woohoo! Yeah, and then you're gonna soul snatch them. It's just a shadow, not their actual soul. That's fine. That's fine. This is how we'll make Doctor Adler not feel bad about anyone who dies. Is you'll just become the dead person and be like, it's yeah, but okay, like, it's Doctor. okay, Doctor Adler. <laughs> I'm still okay. <laughs> so dark. Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. Well. For uh, Sasha's downtime, she uh, may have been chatting on the boards with Jade, describing the red glowing eyes that uh, Lauren couldn't figure out, because Lauren is dumb. Uh, and I think Jade is like, bruh, that sounds a lot like Mothman. So Sasha is going to dress up like a lamp. <laughs> And go back into the caves to look for Mothman. So you tell when I say dress up like a lamp. Okay, yeah, so I was literally about to ask. <laughs> Old timey lantern here, right? So I have a hat that looks like the handle. My little bird or body is wrapped up in tinfoil. I like to think I have like black sleeves on, and then I like taped LEDs to myself so that they reflect off the tinfoil. Yeah, that's also helpful because the caves inside of Pell One are pitch black. I mean, I have night vision, but yeah. Couldn't hurt, though. Yeah, does not hurt. Um, bring in my baby boy. Mm-hmm. And I think Captain Melbeck wanted to come, too, right? Yeah, after after that recent sort of uh, little bit of a issue we had, I, I kind of want to come along, if if I'm welcome to do so. Yeah, team bonding. Yeah, get get back to the Sasha and, and Melbeck cryptid hunting adventures. We need a theme song. I have a question. Does does Mothman have any other name that acronymizes down to ass? Jesus. <laughs> no, but he has a juicy ass, supposedly, according to this one statue in West Virginia. That statue in Seoul is juicy. <laughs> I do not like this. Please do not take me with. Okay, we're still talking about ass in front of the baby. 
I do not understand your obsession with the top of your legs. <laughs> but, thank you. Thank you for the dull lamp aesthetic. Last time we were in here, I couldn't see anything that was going on, so thank you for the, the head start. I like being able to see. Practical and fashionable. So so tell me about this. Tell me about Mothman. Is he just a big moth? Uh, no, he's more like a man. <laughs> <laughs> With these accursed legs you like so much. Yeah, well, he's got he's got leggies, got supposedly he's got like arms and then also like much like Arakakra, he's like that but moth. So this is just like a question out of character. What's what's the connection with the eyes? I don't I don't know enough of me Mothman lore. Well, he's got red glowy eyes, right? And so I should have considered that and So automatically, boom. Boom, it's him. Also we heard flapping sounds. He has wings. Also, some people theorize that he's got, like, interdimensional, like, time travel and, like, universe traveling powers, so, I mean... When you put it like that, it's very strange you did not pick up on the clues. (laughs) Sometimes people who are smart are also very spacey. Sometimes people who should be looking for Mothman are a couple of hours into an adventure and their brains are not as attentive as they should be. Yeah, sometimes... They don't expect it to come so soon. Sometimes people assume it to be end of the season material. Is not everything we do spacey because we do it in space? (laughs) Aw, you're so smart, my beautiful son. You mean to to tell me that I, like, passed up the opportunity to make a come-too-soon joke, but you're going to make the spacey gag? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) What was the come-too-soon joke going to be? Uh, oh, no, that's just, that's what every woman I've ever met's told me. <laughs> so mean. Sasha, can you explain this cum joke to me? <laughs> <laughs> never, no. I do not understand. <laughs> yep, and you never will. Goodbye. Oh. Goodbye, Dreg. <laughs> so apparently that was Dreg. <laughs> Austin, is, uh, is Mothman an aberration? You don't know. Do I know? No, no one knows. Oh, that's, that's why he's encrypted. Yeah, sure is, bud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's, I'm going to roll survival to start caving. <laughs> to start caving. <laughs> he's not the word. Every time, I, every time we start a Skype call to do this podcast, I feel like caving. <laughs> okay, words are bad. <laughs> Alright, I'm rolling my survival roll. Everybody shut up. <laughs> Audience, I didn't edit that. That's actually what she said. <laughs> I rolled a 10. Yeah, you sure did, buddy. Alright. Do, uh, do, do you want a hand survival rolling? I would like to re-roll that. Okay, yeah. Have, have, have a re-roll. I got a 21. I think that was a good idea. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's a good idea. So I will let you know what you guys find uh, after you talk a little bit on this journey into the caves inside Pell 1. This uh, moon, which the Rygar attempted to colonize after the destruction of their planet, this, the attempt was unsuccessful and they all died. But you guys are looking through these caves for the glowing red eyes you saw last time. But in the meantime, uh, what do you guys talk about on your walk? Uh, you know, Captain, I really appreciate you uh, coming along with me on this trip. You know, sometimes even the most experienced cryptid hunter gets a little scared in the spooky caves. It's 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 cool. It's it's been too long since I've been on one of these hunts with you. I I 
trying to remember if I've actually... If I've been on one since we were a crew together, because... I know we. I know when we started out, we did a. We did. We. This is a thing we did. Yeah, for a we while. found the ass. Yeah, we found the ass. But it's been a while, I think, since we've we've done one of these. But well, it's harder to get you know one on one time when there's like a full crew of dudes. Oh, I know. It's nice to just you know have them all shut up for a bit so we can just chill out. It's nice. Um, yeah, drama free lady time. Yeah, no one, no one getting on anyone's backside about like, oh no, no, you don't do things right on the, uh, in in this adventure. No, it's all good here. Ooh, Sasha, sometimes you explode people too much. The two chattiest characters in this whole thing are the ones bitching about everybody talking too much. <laughs> this is pretty goddamn amazing. Hey, 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 we're bitching about people being snarky about other characters. Yeah, we're, we're, we don't like being criticized. Yeah, yeah, we're great. We're great. I enjoy a good gossip. Yeah, no, objectivists, <laughs> the rule of gossip is you don't repeat it to other people when we talk about it. Oops. You know, no, objectivists, you know what to say about snitches. I may have already projected all these back to the ship. Oh, man, group therapy's going to be harsh. It's fine. Project this back to them. Uh... We're off on an adventure. Give us some girl time. Stop listening. Can I, like, send back, we don't have a choice, Objectivist projects this into our minds? (laughs) Objectivist, stop projecting things into people's minds. Okay. Love you all. You can project things into my mind, I guess, if you must. I just want to be involved. Okay, well, talk shit. Just don't tell people. Do you ever notice that Courage has too many faces? What a rube. <laughs> Whoa, a rube. <laughs> so, my, my, my question for you. If we find this thing, what's, what's, what is your plan? What's your plan if you find Mothman? Uh, I'm going to get his digits. <laughs> <laughs> the proverbial digits. I don't think Mothman has a cell phone, but... Are, are you eager to, like, ask him anything? Like, are there things you want to uh, find out? Like, what's... What, well, I want to ask him about uh, if he can time travel, then maybe he can help us with the whole illicit thing. And if he can travel between dimensions, I feel like that's also useful. Maybe he could help us. Oh my goodness, I've just had a thought. Travel between yeah, he dimensions. Yeah, maybe help us find Maxwell's? No, I was thinking uh, a little friend that shouldn't be in this reality. Oh shit, he might be able to like take him to the right place too. I, I do wonder. That's maybe maybe a thought. Maybe he can help. Um, but also maybe he knows where the Maxwell's are. So, uh, other topics. What what were we doing last time when the red eyes happened? Did, did we do anything specific to make those red eyes show up? Uh, we were in danger. Oh. So. Oh no, Mothman. I feel like I might be about to trip. <laughs> oh no, my, I'm gonna faint. I. Ooh. <laughs> I am also imperiled. <laughs> Indeed. Help. Uh, all right, so you guys start gallivanting around the tunnels inside the moon and pretending to trip. <laughs> Uh, uh, since you rolled a 21, Sasha, eventually, um, you find your way to the, uh, I fell over because I was heading towards this great lamp. Oh. <laughs> I forgot you were dressed as a lamp. I shine so brightly, help me. Um, so you guys are putting on this ludicrous display, um, and you see at the far end of the tunnel, uh, Sasha, you see two piercing, glowing red eyes. I'm going to run after them. Wait, Mothman. 
Um, so you run towards them, and there is just kind of magical vortex. Um, I assume you have your detect magic on, because that's how you saw them last time. I have plenty of spell slots. Why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, there's just this weird magical vortex, um, almost like kind of like the cartoon version of a black hole. Obviously, real black holes don't function like... I want to jump into it. You, do you really? <laughs> I do, but I feel like that's a terrible idea. Can Can... Anyone else in this trio see this black hole? It is solely Sasha. Do I have time to tie a rope to my orb body, <laughs> say, hold on to this, and then jump into the black hole <laughs> rope again? I was about to say, where's your 30 feet of rope? Everybody loves that rope. Oh, God. Well, then that means I'd bring everybody with me into the... Hey, Captain, do you want to jump into a magic hole with me? I would like some more information before I jump into a magic hole. Can you, like... I don't know. I, I, I'm i going to use the term arcana check. Can you work out what that is before we jump in? <laughs> what is an arcana check? I will try that. I really want to jump in there. <laughs> can, can you get us, like, more than zero info before we jump in? 16? Uh, 16 is very good. I'll say... You don't, you do not know if you will die, but you know that you will need to roll a new character. Okay, so I'm not jumping in that hole. <laughs> this is why we 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 investigate. This first. is why we roll things. Well, Austin's tone is very inviting when he's like, "Oh, do you?" And I was like, "What's in there?" <laughs> uh, Death, apparently. Choices, choices. Yeah, it's full of choices. That's what the portal is. Okay. I suppose you could like put your hand close to it and go, "Oh no, the lamp's about to go in." Oh no, and see if Mothman jumps out. But then what if I fall in and I die? What if you shout in and just go, "Mothman, you in there?" Hey, hey, Mothman! I feel like I can't go in there or I'll die. So maybe you come here, please. Love your biggest fan, Sasha. Uh, the the anomaly seems to be shrinking and disappearing. Didn't you bring flowers? <laughs> I was going to start trying to serenade him, but all I could think of was the fucking Frosted Flakes song. We've we've got we've got <laughs> Hey Mothman. <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> okay, just so you all know, there are honey nut frosted flakes now and they are bomb. What? Yeah. That sounds delicious. What is happening? No, I was just thinking, hey, Mothman, like the things you do. Definitely do that for the show. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I just tried to regain my composure. That's not funny. It's very funny when you lose your composure. Oh, no, my composure. Where'd it go? Hey, Mothman. Where'd it go? I like the things you do. Hey, Mothman. If I could, I would be you. Please come out the portal. I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> You're a really cool moth guy. I don't know, man. I'm done. All right. So you choose not to jump into the portal? No, but can I roll performance to uh, yes, learn God, him with please. my wonderful please, uh, fucking rendition God. of whatever that was? <sighs> I'm going to kill myself now. 22. Okay. Well, I have to leave that part in. <laughs> That's okay. Everybody loves my gallows humor. Okay, 22 is very good. You crush it. Yeah. Whatever's on the other side of the portal, the last thing it hears is, if I would, I could be you. <laughs> and then it closes. Oh, well, he knows I love him. 
Can I try shouting one thing in there before it shuts, mm-hmm. just on an off chance? Uh, I'm just going to shout in there. We, we've got a being that needs help and dimension things. You Maybe you can help us. Uh, the portal closes, but then there is a soft sound of something clattering to the tunnel floor as if dropped out of the anomaly. Where it be? Who it? What is it? Give it to me. Uh, Sasha, you walk over, and it seems to be a... At first, you're like, oh my god, what bizarre Lovecraftian alien artifact have I stumbled across? It's bizarre eldritch makeup, Ben's time in space. Oh no, it's just a pair of goggles. Oh, how dank are they? (laughs) They're extremely dank. They're unlike... Oh, come on. They're unlike any you've ever seen before. Uh, they have okay. uh, they have a very strange kind of construction, which does not look like anything you've seen in Markov or in Seoul. Describe them. Um, cool. <laughs> like color, material. Yes. No, you tell me. They're your cool goggles. I want them to be very neon. Mm-hmm. Very bright. How many cool rave spikes have they got on them? I just I don't know. Like, I don't know why I thought they'd look like weird neon coral, space coral, space coral. It's space coral. It's space coral's a thing now, and it's space coral. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm yeah. I'm very extremely appreciative. Um. All right. So you put your cool new goggles on. What those goggles do? I mean, they just seem to be goggles just right now. Hmm. Can they enhance? <laughs> Good question. I'm gonna try to enhance them. I mean, there's nothing to see in this hallway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got some cool goggles. Uh, we're friends. Objectivists totally fucking called us out to everybody. <laughs> we learned important lessons today. No Mothman, but he knows I love him, and that's important. What did we learn? Not to spread, not to tell other people when we're gossiping about them. Oh, also, make friends with weird portals because they give you cool fashion accessories. Yeah, if you if you if you tell portal things, they give you presents. Um, as you guys are talking about what you learned today, uh, Sasha, you see up ahead of you, um, you see yourself and you see Captain Melbeck walking and then you see the cave collapse on them and kill both of them. <gasps> Future goggles! You're the Mothman! Oh, fuck. I'm Mothman, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, okay, we're gonna go the way that's not that way. Alright, in the distance behind you, you hear that tunnel cave in. Nailed it. Crushed it. Oh my- or more like, didn't crush it. Because <laughs> it didn't get crushed. You have been past the mantle of Mothman. <laughs> oh man, now I'm decrypted. <laughs> uh, the goggles start to give you a headache, and you need to take them off your eyes and kind of rest them on your forehead a little bit. Okay. Which means, if you want to know something... With the goggles, you need to activate it by telling me. I'm not just going to give it to you for free forever. Okay. So I'll need to put them on actively now. Yes. Okay. But we make it, for the purposes of this episode, we make it out, we go home, we're good. Do You, you don't want to talk about that? You're just like, all right, Captain Melvick, this way. And she hears the tunnel and you just walk away? <laughs> oh, no, I tell her about my future goggles. Hey, uh, so these goggles tell me the future. Explain. I saw us getting smooshed, and then I didn't do it, and now we're not smooshed. Well, it's nice to share the burden of people not dying with someone else. 
Huzzah! Yay, I can't just can't wear them forever. They give me a migraine, so that that's cool. We'll we'll trade off every now and then. We'll we'll keep we'll keep everyone safe. We'll sort it. Yeah, teamwork. Teamwork and no one dying. I'm all about this. Well, sometimes people dying. Just a little bit though. Yeah, I do want to wear someone's shadow at some point. Yeah, but like, you know, not uh not 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 the friend squad. Not our people. Yeah. No dead bastards. Moral flexibility. Hey, I'm chaotic neutral. <laughs> All right. Anybody else have a downtime scene? I've got a downtime scene. Uh, yeah. So for my level up, I get a couple of new things. I get a little boost to my max HP. I mainly the whole like favored enemy and favored terrain stuff that I get as a as a ranger. I get an extra one of each of those. So I now have an additional favored enemy, which is dragons. And I get an associated language, which is Draconic. So I can now talk to dragons and track them more effectively and just like, I know what's up with dragons. Uh, equally, Grassland. I now get bonuses if I'm in Grassland. Um, so that's cool. I, I don't get much else. I shoot people. That's what I do. Um, <laughs> and for my downtime scene... My first downtime scene of this season was trying to just trying to make a cool friend. Turned out he was a cop. I it, everything went a bit downhill. But me and Ragnar, we're gonna we're gonna go hang out, and Captain Melbeck is gonna try and find a weapon that's a bit less chunky salsa that they can use. Don't know what form that's gonna be yet, but we're going on a shopping montage for weapons. All right, so Ragnar is gonna take you to um like the, the police. I don't want to say headquarters, like an armory, basically, of kind of weapons you couldn't get if you weren't friends with him, basically. And you guys are going to do the, you know, when friends go to the mall and they try on a bunch of outfits and you come out of the dressing room and they shake their head a couple of times, but the last one they nod. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm trying to think what are like just completely ill-fitting weapons for uh, for Captain Malbec first, because you've got to go through the ones that just don't work. I'm like... Those really tiny, tiny guns. <laughs> like a twenty-two, or I don't know what gun sizes are, but you know those really tiny ones they show in old-timey movies that are like smaller than my hand. I'm picturing her like trying to hold the tiny gun. She can't even get her big hippo fingers into the uh, yeah, and her big hippo hands. She got she can't get her fingers into the bit where the the the, the trigger is because big hippo fingers. Um. Well, it's a, it is a derringer that that you're thinking of, but you. Don't, it doesn't have to have the uh, safety cover over the trigger. It can just be a free trigger. I don't it's... know things about guns. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, um, picture it, I guess I try some nunchucks. I don't think those would work very well. <laughs> yes, these are my police nunchucks. They are very specific in their use in the field. <laughs> Indeed. I... I... I, I don't think this is the kind of thing that works for me. I, I like a halberd? be spinning them all day. <laughs> Got any cool swords? Yes, we have many police katana. Oh my gosh. Uh, what, what about beam katanas? I've taken an interest in those recently. Police beam katanas. Well, you see, sword made out of beam is not practical. Beam extend infinitely upwards and uh, they take long time to burn through things. It's not like in movies. Do... You have cool beam swords, though. Oh, yes, we have many cool beam swords. Do not get it twisted. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. What, what, what do you suggest? What, what are your weapons of the day? Well, if you want non-lethal for 
perhaps capturing criminals. We have uh, many pacification tools for, say, riots. We have uh, these seeking bullets. They are rubber. We have a electrification uh, ammunition. We have uh, tranquilizer darts. We have uh, these delightful things. They're made out of a kind of sentient plankton that hunt people down and then use psionic attacks to make them overcome and you know, it is very fun shooting to mob. <laughs> Ew! How 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 lethal is that last one? Is that is that everything? Like everything is fine afterwards? Oh yes, no one can die from these. The plankton need the person alive to feed on their sadness. You see, I'm I'm trying to put this through the filter of would would the doctor be mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure Doctor Everything is very ethical to shoot people and then have them be too sad to fight. <laughs> Doctor, what do you think? That's a big mood. Uh, oh boy. I mean, it's a gray area, certainly. <laughs> I think this is a really cute thing where Leah Myra went gun shopping specifically to try to help Dr. Adler feel comfortable. I like this. Like, yeah, like the way I pitched this to Austin was it's like, hey... I am well aware that one of our crew is not a big fan of death, and I have very much been using a shotgun and not really thinking about the not killing thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think like after some of the the stuff that's recently gone on, the captain is trying to go out of her way to be like, let's 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 think about be being more in line with the values of our doctor. The thing you actually get mechanically for this is there's a, a ranger spell called Cordon of Arrows, mm. where basically you, you take four, in D&D proper, you take four arrows, you put them on the ground, and then if anybody gets too close to you, the arrows like jump out and attack them. It's basically, if you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, there's a character who uses like an arrow they control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, but obviously since this is space, I'm giving you like special shotgun ammunition where you say like, I activate it, and then the bullets hunt down these people and knock them out. Yeah, I... I I like the the flavor wise. I've I, I like the. Mm, I'm trying to think which, which way I want to do it. And you can even if you run out of spell slots, you can just like flavor your normal shotgun the same way. But it's like an it's like basically an ability that all, gives story context as well. Sleep ammunition, but but a bit punchier. Like it it's it's not you're drifting off to sleep gently. It's you have you get knocked around the face with some sleep. You wake up with a hangover. <laughs> you get, you take a big a big like bean bag like a a bean bag shot of sleep. Seeking invasive nanites. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of different ways that we could do this, but you so you want to go specifically with uh, like seeker sleep darts. Yeah, I like the idea of sleep uh, seeker sleep darts. Um, That's hard to say. <laughs> it is, but I'll I'll work it out. But. While while we're doing the scene, I just want to like have a bit of a chat with Ragnar and be like, "Thank, thank you for for going along today. It's I'm glad that we can start a bit on the on the right foot. I I just when we met, I was just out looking for a friend, and I I was willing to write off that possibility for a while, but it's nice to just have some company. So I just thank thank you. It's it's been nice today." It's it's nice hanging out with you and not feeling like I'm obligated to do things on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is nice to have someone who can be friends openly and not secrets and ulterior motives. Infiltration is my life and it is tiring, although I am very good at it, you must admit. 
You are very good at it. You, 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 you are, might I say, too good at it. I, uh, I, I initially would have said I wish you were worse at it, but it's fine. It all worked out in the end. That is what I tell myself. Uh, I do have uh, a surprise for you on this field trip, though. You have a surprise for me, you say? Yes, it will require a small scavenger hunt. <gasps> I very much like this idea. Where do we start? What's my first clue? Give it to me. <laughs> Why didn't you not tell me, Ranger? <gasps> Survival check, I assume. Mm-hmm. That's that's the, the sneak around, work out what's going on one. Okay, 15. That's that's a start. Is 15 enough to get this scavenger hunt rolling? Yeah, sure is. Uh, so you right, right now you guys are like in a police armory that he basically like someone was like, you're not allowed in here. He's like, um, I just brought the caravellas in, so you're on break. <laughs> and you guys just walked back up, you know, through there. And as you guys leave uh, this armory, you know, going through the police station or whatever, um, you like look around, you have like your ranger vision, you're a bounty hunter, you know, uh, all kinds of stuff. And I think you pick up from context clues that the people in the station are buzzing with activity. Uh, they know something's going on. And you overhear uh, some police officers talking in here about someone being sighted in the woods nearby. And there's a big reward. Okay, off to the woods we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> I hear you're something of bounty hunter. It's not so much now, it's where I got my start. Um, I, I downplay how I used to do things. I used to just drink people under the table and go, go steal their bounties. I still had to go find the bounties. It was, uh, it was quite, a, it was quite a life. So you, as a ranger, have favored terrain. Uh, what was your first favored terrain? Uh, my favorite terrains, I believe, are Arctic and Grassland. Yes, and so you guys are on the dark side of Gloria when this is happening, uh-huh. which is Arctic. Uh, why don't you actually tell us about how that became your favorite terrain? You're a hippo. I don't associate them with the Arctic. Yeah, so... I'd like to think the reason that this started off as her f- favourite terrain is Captain Malbec is pretty sturdy. Um, there's a lot of, like, meat on the bones. There's a lot of insulation. I like to think that that made certain early bounties easier to go for. I imagine there's a lot of less hearty species that go, oh, yeah, it's just a bit cold. It's not a problem. We'll go get that bounty. Get out into some snow and go, oh, no, this is a bad idea. That's where Captain Melbeck came in. She's just like, aha, you're, you, you, you very small, skinny species. You are not built for trudging through some snow. I, yeah, I like that. I think you guys are trudging through the snow right now uh, on your way to like another part of glory. I think you probably like, you know, jump in whatever vehicle you came in and you go out a little bit further. But uh, when you guys get out and are walking through the snow, uh, Ragnar's having a hard time keeping up. He has shorter legs than you. Uh, he is a very skinny, dark elf man. And I think it's like he's like smiling, though, because you're just like taking these big, confident strides and you look perfectly happy here. Uh, and he's uh, kind of having some difficulties. <laughs> What's the problem? Can't keep up. <laughs> I am not from uh, this kind of terrain. Although, I am not from where most people think either. I did not grow up in drow society. I am from Mars colony. Oh, interesting. It's been a while since I've been there. How's, how's Mars doing? 
Honestly, very, very bad. Um, I think he actually pauses right now. He's like, is this, he doesn't tell people this story, but for some reason he feels like he wants to tell it to you. And it's like weird for him Aww. to do that. And he's, Aww. he says, uh, I, I am, I was adopted. I was not raised by the Rao. Um, I, I have practiced this accent many years for undercover work. It has, um, become second nature through me, but, uh, this is not my culture. What's, uh, what's, your, what's your natural voice sound like, if that's not rude to ask? Infiltration is, um, it wears away what is natural. If anything is natural, <laughs> what is your natural voice? I, I, I suppose that's a good point. Um, yeah, it's, thank you for sharing, it's, I imagine there's a lot of yourself that probably gets lost when you sort of have to immerse yourself in in a, a, a whole role, I suppose. People make a lot of assumptions about Drow. Growing up, everyone assumed I was criminal. I was orphan on Mars. All I ever wanted was to be a police officer and help people. I am not proud of the person I had to become to get that far. I think a lot of us are like that. I'm certainly not proud of who I've always been. I'm not proud of people who I've been more recently than I'd care to admit, but... All we can really do is... Be the best of whoever we are now that we can be. I think that's all that we really have the power to do, isn't it? I am trying. <laughs> I think you're doing alright. Uh, how about another check? Is there any other checks you use while doing bounty hunting? Investigation might be a good one. Yeah. So we've sort of followed that. Now the, the question is, aha, what is there to find now we're out here? Um, 23. 23. Hot damn. All right. So you guys make your way into a uh, forest. Uh, everything's icy. Uh, you know, the snow, uh, the trees are heavy with snow. And you using really, really uh, honed bounty hunting skills. Uh, you see tracks, and you are off to the races. You immediately know where to go. You are going to get here before the cops, and you're going to claim this for yourself. Uh, so you get to the edge of a clearing, and you peer in, and you see, um, you see Tuniogi. Okay. The uh, big spider guys who uh, are famously slavers their whole culture is built around it and in fact you see look over to see ragnar's face and he's got this wry smile as if uh <laughs> hey you know those guys that were doing slavery and they got away i found them for you and uh you want to bag them it's balkan skull again <laughs> <laughs> uh, i look to ragnar and just go you're the best <laughs> <laughs> i am very okay. i am very good i will give you that uh so, now seems like a perfect time to try out those new Seeking Sleeper shots. Sure does. Uh, so, what? let's do my shotgun roll. 15, does that hit? Yep, these two people are unaware. They're not armed or armored. They're just two spider guys hiding, huddled around a campfire in the woods. They're just like, man, I love slavery and not being caught. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great to be a criminal on the run, planning more slavery. <laughs> And you just start shooting these dudes. <laughs> to start. 
start like shooting like big sleepy bean bags into their face. Yeah, you just blow the first guy away. Obviously, not lethally now. Um, and he starts like flopping on the ground as the the sleeping. Uh, we haven't really say is it like a toxin? Is it magic? I don't know. I like toxin. Toxin's good. All right, so you hit him with basically your your magic homing sleep dart. It's it's just soaked in like sleepy time tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's very British of you. Um, he goes down, and um, I think uh, Ragnar uh, th- like throws a sleep grenade or something. He has like access to like SWAT gear, and you uh, g- start taking these dudes down. Uh, is there anything that you want to paint the scene? I mean, you have them dead to rights. You crushed both of your checks, and then your attack roll. <laughs> um. I, I, I turn to the Neogis there falling to sleep and just go, you can thank my friend here for that one. He's all right when he's not trying to get me arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. That is, I think that's my scene. They really love slavery. That's oh, so good. I love it. <laughs> I, I feel like the solution to the whole Neogi threat is just like a centipede situation. <laughs> <laughs> like Come a human on. centipede, but with Niyogi. But with Niyogi. Well, yeah, we're one is the slave of the next all the way down the line until they're basically one entity acting in its own direct interest. They're an Ouroboros of slavery. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> Someone had to say it, I guess. It's a lot. Yeah. All right. So you guys um, bag these dudes and take them. I think probably... Um, like the reward or whatever is uh, like something you can add to your inventory if you need to use it for like a bribe or something later for the for the crew. So just neb- nebulous reward item. Yeah, um, we yeah we had one earlier when Dreg won the the fight in the cage and he used it to pay off those guards. It could happen again. I will make a note of that in my my things that I have. Uh, and we are down to our last person. Um, what does Dreg get for his level up? So Norbert is a therapy dog, children's book author, and philanthropist. God damn it, we'll never escape Norbert. He's a triple threat. Like, he's traveled all around the world. Like, he's probably been on every continent except Antarctica, I would I would assume. Uh, uh, he's a snappy dresser, mm-hmm. and he's going to be dead in five years. I am so jealous. <laughs> like, he's got everything I want. <laughs> This has been such a fucking mood swing episode. (laughs) Like, frosted flakes, I want to die. The dog's a perfect (laughs) bean. Uh, Yeah, so Dreg is uh, going up to level six in Paladin. Um, So he gets some hit points and stuff. The the biggest change is getting all of his um, Paladin Oath stuff. Stuff, which um, in this instance uh, is uh, let's see, I get uh, protection in from protection from evil and good as a spell, as well as sanctuary, um, and then lesser restoration, and, and I get zone of truth now, so that's cool. Uh, so those all came in as a result of the last bit of adventure, and I think that's pretty much it. Well, and I get the devotion oath abilities, which we. Uh, touched on last episode also uh sacred weapon adding charisma mod uh, modifier to attack and it also generates light which is cool and um turn unholy is the alternate option which will probably be 
used a little less because Draggy likes to punch. He does, yeah. I feel like every level up kind of ends with like, I get these things, but I'm going to shoot people. I get these things, but I'm going to punch people. Only really Sasha is operating on a level where she's like, I'm going to steal some people's shadows. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. The other the other characters are heal, shoot, and punch. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> um, that's fine, though. Um, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, Conrad, you didn't really have a, a premise for your downtime scene that you were super passionate about, and also you're sick, and also we've been recording for, it feels like four and a half hours. It does feel like a goddamn eternity, doesn't it? Yeah, so I don't know how deep we're going to go here. Sorry, uh, Dreg fans. But I, I do want to paint a little bit of, of a picture, which is that uh, although Vinny and uh, Anthony were arrested, uh, there are still people in the organization who are loyal to them and who did not immediately fall in line with Pearl, uh, who, you know, there are differing opinions on. Some people are like, why should I listen to this person appointed by the brother who left? Fuck them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think off screen, there's going to be some issues, maybe on screen, I don't know yet, but there's like, you know, pockets of people who aren't cool with this and who are fighting back against Pearl, maybe against Dreg. Mm-hmm. And I had an encounter planned out if we had been better with our time of like Dreg fighting some uh ruffians ruffians uh, the word that came to mind was rebels which is wild because it's a criminal organization <laughs> that they're rebelling against um we don't really have time for that so i think splinter group yeah uh so actually the picture i really want to paint is after the combat which i'm sure conrad would have nailed he is of course well versed in fifth edition math <laughs> uh so here's what happens uh dreg uh the unnamed zodar or I think Gregory as Lord. Yes, Gregory. Gregory the Zodar. And I think also uh, Hathor Grunderson, uh, just because he loves, he just loves getting into scraps. Uh, they kick in some doors of, uh, you know, Caravella members who were still loyal to Vinny or Anthony. Uh, there's a fight ensues. They win um, because Conrad's good at D&D. And then in, in the cleanup stage after that, uh, I think there's like, you guys are walking around looking at the crates full of weapons and the the paperwork of like whatever their plans were and stuff. And um, in this space, I just want to have a little conversation just with uh half Thor Grunderson and Dreg. Well, I guess, I guess I, the first thing I'd want to know is which, cause they're, they're either going to be from soul or they're going to be not from soul, <laughs> whichever brother it was that they were loyal to. Um, unless they're getting together, which that's more of a problem, but yeah, I think right now we probably just hit uh some people on Pell Three that were like Vinny's guys because they're the the biggest threat. They would live like next door to Pearl, so yeah. So yeah, it was like a combination of of alien species, and I mean, I don't know if did you go lethal or non lethal. Uh, Dreg would have gone lethal in this circumstance. Uh, to send a message. All right. I mean, listen. You can, you can, we can have complicated feelings about that. I'm not, I'm not your dad. Also, everyone in this room is a m- multiple murderer. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Oh, and and th- I mean, really, this is the sort of thing that you you do it once or twice so that you don't have to keep doing it. Yeah, you know, you're gonna have more damage and more incidental death and more collateral damage that comes as a result of uh, a long, drawn out. Uh, Almost, uh, hmm, what would you, what would you use? Like, uh, 
Jeez. <laughs> like like a, a an Iraq Afghanistan situation. Oh come on! Oh man, he just got us. All right, so <laughs> I like to think that um like Dreg kicks the door in, and him and the Zodar go first. The Zodar is basically nothing but armor and muscle. So like the the yeah. gangsters open fire on them, and it, it just does not hurt the Zodar. He just walks straight forward as if they weren't shooting him full of bullets. Uh, obviously Dreg's behind his cool shield. His fists are glowing with fire. Um, and he starts, I mean, Drake starts punching people the way that the Zodar fights and you guys didn't fight him as the boss, which you could have if you oh, had, thank God. if you had tried to take Vinny by force instead of tricking him onto your ship. What he does is he just walks up as you're just trying to gun him down. Bink, 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 bink. Bullets are bouncing off him. He just reaches out, picks the person up in a hug and then just squeezes until they snap. He loves them too much. How do two Zodar fight each other then if they have no bone structure whatsoever? <laughs> yeah, I think a very good question. I would, I want to see that. Fuck. I bet there's not a lot of war in their society anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the, if anyone's ever seen Zodar society. It's a good question. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a thing that they do. They just walk forward. They hug you and then crush you your ribs and spine explode you drop you walk to the next guy and it's it's kind of terrifying like you're i can drag respects it though yeah it's very efficient yeah, yeah you're like damn i'm if we would have taken all four of us to fight this guy glad that yeah it didn't go that way um and in the background half thor grunderson has two duck foot pistols and he's just firing into the crowd just like oh i lads i don't know how to do a british accent <laughs> Um, he's horrified. It's very bad. How does he do it? Oi, Gov. Oh, boy. Oi, Gov. Oi, Governor. Hello, love. <laughs> Cavalry's here. I'm Tracer now. Laura, how do you feel about this? I'm already Tracer. Uh... <laughs> Wait, what? Are you not aware of memes? <laughs> You're not aware of a single meme, Austin? You you, you, you walked headfirst into a meme that exists. Oh, no. I, uh, Austin, it's fine. It's a TikTok meme. Nobody cares. Tracer's the one from Lawbreakers, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very specific slam. Take that, Cliff Wazinski. Um, fuck. None of this is usable. He's producing on Broadway now, I think, so it's all good. Yeah, less time to tweet, which is good. Um, none of this, none of this is good. Um... <laughs> Uh, so Half-Lord Grunderson's there. He shoots a bunch of people. He loves it. He's, he, he seems happy as hell. Um, he's also the only one here you can talk to. So Austin's going to have to try to do... He was bull- Austin was bullied into a British accent he has to commit to now. So let's, let's, get, let's get spicy. Don't, you, don't feel like you have to do it for my benefit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dreg's not going to have much to say until they're dead. But once they're eliminated... Uh, He's very businesslike. He's going to look over what their plans were. What what do they have left here? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Um, why don't you make uh, an investigation check? Okay. Not my strong suit. Uh, I am definitely not not the guy who does the investigations. Really, though, he's, he's, a, he's a philanthropist. Norbert's a philanthropist. <laughs> yeah, dog. Triple threat. Is this dog gonna haunt the rest of the season? He should. <laughs> He's better than all of us. <laughs> it's true. That is quantifiably none of, true. None of us go to hospitals and high five sick kids. <laughs> I got a fifteen on my investigation roll. That's because they. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. That, well, look. All right. I, 
They won't let me in after the incident. <laughs> yes, thank you. What? <laughs> Austin tried to go in impersonating Norbert. I'm trying to eat a Butterfinger, and you guys just <laughs> keep talking. And I can go back to Mexico whenever I like. All right. Uh, so with a 15, you see that um, they actually got some uh, shipments of weapons from alien civilizations that you don't recognize. You can't read their writing, and you don't know... Like it's it's peculiar to you. There's like guns that are like made out of like biological material. There's like some Cronenberg guns here. Oh shit, Cronen guns. Yeah, there's like those things. I hope everyone gets that reference. It's like it made it like pulsing flesh guns. But it's a reference that's like built for me. Thank you. That's <laughs> I'm keyed right into that. I am on board, sir. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, <laughs> um, but the important thing is these aren't Caravella guns. The Caravella crime family steals from post-scarcity right. Earth and then goes to non-post-scarcity societies and sells stuff for a profit. These came from another source, which is concerning to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll we'll turn to uh, what's the his he's got the long name doesn't he half half Thor half Thor half Thor yeah I think we decided to call him Grundy Grundy oh good Saul okay cool um okay, so we'll turn to turn to Grundy here and 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 point this do you recognize these implements this this is me Grundy I sound like this now um you sound like Dreg. Yeah. <laughs> There's two drags. <laughs> oh no, another Gregory. Oh no. Um all right. Yeah. This is me now. This is how I've always sounded. Uh yes, I do recognize these weapons. I believe they are Rygar in origin. Uh they use a kind of living uh technology. Very dangerous. Very adaptable. Can become any kind of weapon. Uh I served with them uh in some Colonial skirmish is probably better left to the imagination. That's somewhat disconcerting for weaponry of a destroyed planet to be popping up here. Well, the Rygar were a spacefaring race. Not all of them were on the planet when it exploded. So, also, exploded is how we say it in my homeland. (laughs) (laughs) It's more the quantity I'm concerned with. The trafficking. Which means they've likely set up somewhere else. We should load it up and take it back to the Snallycaster. I agree wholeheartedly. I'll grab this one for my personal collection. Just gonna take this crate. Um, I'm very big. I can take two crates. Uh, <laughs> uh, these weapons, they're called Shakti. S-H-A-K-T-I. And they're, they're shape-shifting weapons. Ooh. Um... Yeah, so maybe you can decide how you want to use them. But um, on on the way back, I think probably the Zodar is carrying some. Uh, you know, Grundy's carrying some. Drag's carrying some. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to talk about? I th- feel like, is there anything on your mind, Drag? Not immediately. It's it's more concern over what our next objective is, our next mission. Yeah, I think Grundy will say. So now that your brothers are behind bars, what's next for you, old Dreg? You gonna find some new brothers to punch? You got any cousins? What's up? There's something about a cult. Ah, the next mission for the Adventuring Guild. Yes, yes, I'm sure you'll you'll whip those cult boys good. But what about you, Dreg? You and your personal... See, in gift culture, we have a kind of tradition where we keep a wall 
of our accomplishments, our conquests, our victories. It's a, a collage, great battles, that kind of thing. In my culture, we live to serve. What, what exactly are you? Are you serving the Captain Dreg? Are you serving the Adventuring Guild? What do you serve, Dreg? I have made an agreement with the Captain. I serve the Captain. If that makes you happy, it makes you happy. I can't take that away from you. I just feel like you need a, some direction in your life, some kind of goal. I mean, Dr. Adler has the food program. Uh, Sasha has the Mothman. Captain Melbeck has all the smooching. Uh, and someone has to keep them all from getting themselves killed. Aww. We love you too, Drag. It reminds me, there was, this is, I don't even know if I'll keep this in, but there was a Japanese movie I saw once. I think it was part of like a short film collection, but... Was it One Piece? Yeah, it was One Piece. No. <laughs> <laughs> Chris! No, but it was it's about this woman who like only found joy in helping other people. It was like a um, mm. what's the word I'm looking for? Like a magical realist film, and in the end, she like turns into a chair. Oh, that's fun. That's super cool. It doesn't sound like One Piece. Yeah, it doesn't sound like One Piece, doesn't it? So you're saying Dreg's gonna turn into a chair? Maybe a filler arc. No, I'm just saying metaphorically. Dreg is a chair. The other night, I watched a. Polish short film where a uh, army general performs magic tricks for children holding balloons, uh, which I believe represent their innocence. And then he pops them and puts them all in paper hats and gives them machine guns and has them train to shoot child dolls and then sends them off to war and waits for the next group of children to come in. That's fun. It was an incredibly good six and a half minutes. <laughs> I just looked it up. The movie is called Tokyo with an exclamation point. It's a uh, joint film between uh, Michel Gondry, Leos Carax, and Bong Joon-ho. I uh, rewatched Neo Yokio. Very cool. Were you high? That was profound. Yes, I was high. Of course I was. Oh, that explains it. (laughs) All right. We're cutting all of that. Anyway. um, All right. So you guys load the the shock tea onto the Snallygaster, and we'll see if those come to anything later. Uh, Does anybody else have any conversations you want to have before we talk about uh, the next mission? I, I, Sasha is going to go on the internet. Oh no, I hate that place. And talk to the Moth fans. That's what we call ourselves. <laughs> moth fans of the Mothmans. The, the, the fandom. Uh, I'm going to just tell, tell them about the, my experiences. Mm-hmm. Moth update. Moth moves. Moth update. Uh, goggles. Uh, portals. Uh, he likes songs, apparently. Sing into portals and you'll get presents. Do you want to roll for anybody believing that? Because I, my gut instinct says nobody believes you. I kind of like it if uh, you know what. I don't need to roll. Nobody believes me. It's cool. Yeah, good. I like. I, I like it better that nobody believes me. I agree. Yeah. Can I interrupt Sasha if only long enough to mention I have a conspiracy for you to potentially look into? Yes, please. And I'll let her know the information about Rigel Five. Rigor 5. Rigel? Rigel? Uh, the established name for their planet was Rigaria, but we can do whatever you want. I think I'm thinking R- 5 because of Malachor 5 from Knights of the Old Republic 2, the Sith Lords. And You're always uh, thinking about that game. You're literally always thinking about that uh, game. At least seven times a day I think about it. Yeah. And uh, that's the name of the planet in it. Okay. All right, so Sasha put that in her planner. Put on her to-do list. Look up Mysterious Planet. 
Do you know Norbert has a 2019 wall calendar that you can purchase? Oh, really? Oh, I must have it now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's pretty adorable. I mean, we're already a couple days into January, but it's still going to be worth the purchase price. Are they, is Big Norbert paying you? Are you still <laughs> <laughs> in the pocket of Big Norbert? <laughs> you can get them at Target, Walmart, and all these other fine retailers. Yes! show for big norbert he's, yeah he's everyone needs a little norbert did you know ted dance did you know ted Danson's <laughs> a pescatarian that's right that was the fact you told me last time didn't he do something with horses did he did you say did he do something <laughs> with the horses like he has them or something you know now that ted Danson has fully embraced his white hair he kind of looks like norbert doesn't he <laughs> <laughs> i just googled him i know ted Danson. yep how daddy is Ted Danson? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's that good place boy. <laughs> I'm sorry about all of this. My my face literally hurts from smiling this whole episode, which I hope is a good sign that it's listenable. Let's go. Yay, cult. Find a cult. Bye. Yeet. <sighs> all right. So I think uh, Jacqueline comes over the uh, Skype, the space Skype, and says to you. You mean my son? Well, it does it connect at first. It's a very bad program. Objectivist, no. It drops. It just drops Lauren out of the call. Then uh, at one point, she just stops talking, mm-hmm. but we can see her lips moving. And you're like, it's one of those internet hiccups. And I can't. We can never hear when she says what she rolls. Are we dunking on me again? Why do you hate me so much? No, we're dunking on Skype at this point. Do you guys hear something? <laughs> yeah. No, I was right. I know what I'm being dunked on. <laughs> so Jacqueline calls the group, and she says. All right, so your next assignment is to infiltrate a cult on Gloria. It is on the bright side. I don't know if you guys have ever been over there. It's very nice, very tropical, very warm. Um, and you need to extract a VIP from the cult compound. Who who that be? Who is it? That's a good question. So to set up that, uh, first we have to talk about illithid reproduction. You see... Hot. Oh, I knew it. There are tadpoles... And then there are the adults, and then there's the elder brain. But where do elder brains come from? That's you described it earlier. Yeah, we, we got did distracted. Talk about this we got distracted with Norbert, but I believe the big brain people die and then fall into and a then tank. They put their brain in the brine, brine brain. It's the the special tadpole gets to grow up and be a special illithid, and then when the special illithid dies, its brain goes in a tank. The brine tank. No, I. I I want to roll back here to the suggestion that Norbert was a distraction, and I think that's offensive. He is a gift to us all. <laughs> is, is this Objectivus's brother? You're, so you're going to be extracting Norbert, a <laughs> uh, very special philanthropist dog. <laughs> yes! No, obviously when you guys extracted Objectivus from his research facility on Fairmont, we ran a background check on him. <laughs> We found out that he was exiled from his elder brain colony because one of his broodmates was a eulithrid. You can call them ultralithids if you want. It's easier to say. Um, that eulithrid, ultralithid, ultralithid, has joined this cult. Oh, so we have to save Objectivus's brother from the cult. Yes, he's very important if we're going to install pro-Earth leaders in. Illithid society, and um, another son. I mean, to a certain extent, couldn't it be argued that all of Illithid society is already pro-Earth? That's just sort of pro-having it. In the same way that I am pro-cheeseburger. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't think they want me elected king of the cheeseburgers. I'm going to make some bad choices for their infrastructure. Well, that's a good thing we don't let cheeseburgers vote, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my god! So I need you all to go to Gloria, infiltrate the cult of the purists, and extract and extract subjectivists. Oh my god! I'm so excited for my new son. I'm gonna call him Subboy. Uh. <laughs> Hello. I'm sorry, what? Hello. Credits Gov. Is that the mood for 2019? Oh yeah, it's the new year. We probably should do something new year themed, huh? New year, new me. I hope Senpai notices me this year. What are your credit resolutions? We're going to speed run them this year. We're totally going to do it. We're going to streamline this thing. You get it under 20 minutes? Yes. Maybe not. They're, oh, that's a lot of credits. <laughs> We get. Let's do our best. Uh, let's start with the music credits. We have Your Reality Future Bass Remix from Doki Doki Literature Club by The Musical Ghost. We have Morning Thinker, an arrangement of Thinker from Armory Core 4 by Overclocked Remix. And we have The Sound of the Galaxy, an arrangement of Freedom's Progress from Mass Effect by Overclocked Remix. <gasps> I did that one breath. Wow, I'm impressed. Also, all the links to the musics are in the notes, like in the description. So if you want to check that stuff out, it's there. I mean, it couldn't hurt. Just look at it. Austin's very thorough with his links. Uh, also, there's going to be uh, sketch music because he did music for the one shot, which is going to be uh, the first episode that goes up with these credits. So, skitch.music.skitch.com or bandcamp.skitch.band.camp. Mm hmm. You can find that in the link he did the music that you probably just heard. Uh, unless you're. Unless this is later into January, then hey, future. Yeah. That's, people. Then you're, we're back into Markov again. All right. Let's start doing names. We already fucked up our resolution. Okay. You start. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see what y'all are up to. First, first... <laughs> we can't even start without people getting frisky in our frigging. Okay. Uh, first one is name is the f- it's apostrophe dash name is the first name. So Zelda the cat conduit of disorder. But you put in a bunch of symbols there, so you go first because you know it's alphabetical order. You cheated the system. Oh. Well, that's funny, because Dot Ink dropped the conjurer conduit of ooze. I cheat the system, lol. Thought they cheated the system. Yeah, it's basically just a a battle royale to determine who could cheat the system the most in alphabetical order. I'll have to figure out a way to do it in a different order, because it's going to get... Rowdy. It's going to get real rowdy at the top of the list. Uh, next we have, I believe, uh, Mel Tyke. Oh, it's they, they uh, we usually said the name Mel Tish or Melly Tish. Uh, apparently that's wrong, and they sent in the phonetic spelling. Wow, we're real bad. So I, it's kind of an own on us, but also thank you. I can't read phonetic spelling, so I probably messed it up anyway. Cool. Oh, a barking dog. I don't like to play favorites, but a barking dog may be my favorite because they very good patron. It's very good. A hungry otter begging for food or pets. Hold on, we got a fucking competition up in here. Yeah, (laughs) and they're off. All right. (laughs) 
Uh, Aftershock. Oh no, I'm sorry. This one's the one that's meant for me. A mountain biking vampire witch from the future. Fuck my pussy with a rake, mom. You can't. Okay, I know that's a reference. That's the quote. That's the full quote. I know. It's bad, though. I don't like it. I know. It's very bad. Okay. Aftershock. Conduit of talking shit about Winifred's mouth. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, a very shit. specific reference to season three. Uh, Aki Sevelinen. Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vepra. Andrew Birmingham. Andrew Falu, Conduit of mediocrity itself. Uh, Andrew Fedge. Conduit of always trying to smooch that ass itself. <laughs> Andrew Griffin. Andy Harkins. Anime Jesus. Anna. Anthony, patron of Dora. Arachnovolt, conduit of spider sin as itself. Arjun de Koning. Ashley Snow, just Ashley. August Rue. Austin the Possum Refugee. Does I'm a possum in this scenario? You are very possum-like. Well, okay, I'm just not going to examine that one. <laughs> You're... <laughs> yeah? No, say it now, we're like here. Like, eat garbage. Okay, fair enough. Austin Yorkie, conduit of spank me, daddy? <laughs> I'm so glad you had to say that one this time instead of me. And if they put it in all caps and everything? Yep. Uh, INR Johansson. Bo White. B-Ray Echo. Brady, conduit of successful murder and stealing identities. Brady, you've escalated. Brady, no! No. <laughs> and the next one. Brady, conduit of failed murder. <laughs> oh, shit. The Bradys are at it again. We have ourselves a classic situation. We don't know which one's the real Brady, and we have to shoot one of them. Oh, no. Br- Brendan Williams. Brent, overcomer to overcome harder. Goatly. Okay, it's the sequel to... Okay, I got it. Brent, I think they tried to cheat the character a little bit, so it's all one word. Brent Augustine, conduit of life, the universe, and everything as of January 19th. What's the future? It's only January 6th. I had to look. They know what they're about. Okay, well. Callum, you better not be fronting. I'll eat that entire ass. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Turner, who was renting? Oh boy! Okay, uh, Cam- Cameron Abbas, Carter Rayner, Charlie Chalky, uh, Chris. I resolved to create a funny name, Walling. Commendable, Christopher Charlow. Chunk Funk. <laughs> Chunk Funk is very good. Fuck. We should have a podcast where we just rate chonkers. <laughs> we should read these beforehand. I always feel like I'm walking into a field of rakes. Uh, Cody Jackson. Coho Bast. Condiment, condiment of cucumber <laughs> itself. Corum, nefarious conduit of making people recite Jane Austen quotes. Yeah, they got us. Cormac, conduit of same. Same. Counterfeit. Doria Morgendorfer. Dawning Frost. Dennis Bangston. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Devin, conduit of evolution. Dylan L. Door, conduit of self-destruction. That's a big mood. Mm-hmm. Cat. Hold on, there's a cat. Aw. Banana. She's not allowed to be here unless she pays $5. Dora. Oh, I'm sorry. Dora did nothing wrong. Agreed. Debatable. Dr. Tao. Dr. Goatman. Dr. Izix. Dragon in the server room. Drakengard 4, No Ways Return, 2019, by Yoko Taro, Conduit of Yoko Taro. Dylan! Ecorin. Elderly Goose, Conduit of Never Finishing Sin. Nice. Eleanor nice. Nonante sees Periton. Aline, 20 by teen, let's go! Fuck yeah, that's the mood of 2019. Yeah, you really wanted to read that one specifically, I bet. Yeah, I didn't know it was there, but now I'm glad. Emma thinks about moose every day. Oh, Good, same. thank you. 
Andigo Vandane. Erwin Lelogadek. Lelogadek. Words. Ethan Lawrence. Extellaris. Florian H. Francisco Arias Guayamares. God, I probably... Francois V. Probably messed that one up, huh? Yeah, but it's okay. Garrett and Mackenzie. Grimlock. Grinning Isaac. Conduit of sad laughter. Uh-oh. Happy New Yam. Nice. Yam. Nice. Killing it as always. Harley Astor. Harrison Andrew. He John Master. Help. I donated to your Patreon and all I got was a stupid joke name. Hey, listen. Some people really like this bit. I've I've heard people say this is the best part of the show. Really? <laughs> yes. I read that earlier today. In fact, Highway to Mel. I love that one. How do I make friend regards conduit a social faux pas? Bitch, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not by asking in credits of a D&D podcast, honestly. I read a Zondra Light novel and transformed into a patron. I won't read this name. They, tri- they tricked you. They got me. Yeah. Uh, this is this is just a chance the rapper lyric. I'm so high. Me and God dappin. It's from No Problem by Chance the Rapper. Coloring book. Album of the year. 2017. Ian Morgan. She didn't even respond to my whole thing there. Ingmar Gremmen. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Isaac underscore. Happy New Year, guys. Gavel, gavel, gavel. Gavel, gavel, gavel. It's dawn, baby. Baby. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it's we- Janiac's hatching day. Worship her or be flogged. <laughs> okay. Between the one that's a, just a straight up threat and the one that makes it sound like we're in a... Uh, DJ Khaled song. I pre- definitely prefer It's Dawn, baby, to <laughs> worship her or be flogged. There's two different moods there. Oh, boy. Jade did something wrong. Are you okay, <laughs> Yeah, Jade? we know, Jade. What did you do this time? She's oh, up to something. All right. James Neely. Jamie. Jasper burying 2018, insulting the earth so nothing ever grows from it. A reasonable response. J. Logan, quant- conduit of conduit. Oh my god, I can't believe you drew attention to it. I say conduit 150 times every what? week. What? <laughs> Quanzawit. Conduit of queerness itself. Jayish wizard, the wizard of J. Mm hmm. Jealous goddess cosplay. Jeff Clark. Jen. Jerry, big mood, same small marshmallow, nut, 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 flowers. Is that just a collection of your catchphrases? <laughs> oh, man. Like, I don't, do I say marshmallow? I do love marshmallows a lot, though. Like, an unreasonable amount, so. Uh-huh. John Carey. John Potts. John Barnett. Joseph Tombrello. J.P. Green. Jewman Jack Frost. Julian Phillips. Just imagine a sad owl. No, no. They're, I like when they're happy <laughs> just a jester justin conduit of oh daddy 2019 <laughs> please being gentles with me i'm so glad you had to read that also someone's definitely gonna rip that and then just have that audio and you just have to live with that <laughs> oh no if you do that send me money <laughs> <laughs> you definitely have to venmo her if you save that audio caster uk kate conduit of instant regret yeah keep her low Keller Automat. Kevin Dobbins. Keller Cotton now. Kitty Foe. Carito Prime. Now a college graduate and official smart person. Hey, better than me. Good job. <laughs> Congratulations, Carito Prime, on your college. Christina, conduit of the Bozog Space Republic itself. A terrifying galactic threat. The Criterion, conduit of obscure references. Mm, same. Kyle Badsvik. What about Kyle Goodsvik? She's oh, okay. I bet they've never heard that before. They went to middle <laughs> school terrible. too, Lauren. I'm so sorry. 
Lana see No. Lana? I always edit it out, so it's not even a running joke that you get it wrong. Yes, Lana. Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. Lavy the Goblin Dude. Do you love a goblin? Goblins. <laughs> Lindsey Graham. Not that one, hopefully. We have, we have to make a Lindsey Graham fight. We have to make Lindsey Graham fight uh, John Kerry. Oh, no. Logion, Conduit of Fatigue. That's Austin. Yeah. It, it, you, very tired. Wow. Lauren, my resolution is to stop making joke names. Damn it. Kate's already failed. Loki, Loki? That's That's fun. really good. That's very good. Luke Powers. M. Joe. Markov needs pangolins. The Cult of Gorfanax. Master Rank is hiding from Brent. <laughs> Brent! <laughs> oh my god, the story's unfolding. Because all the murders and the failed murders. Uh-huh. Matt Hare, conduit of social da- socialist dancing. Oh, it's the uh, uh, Cor- uh, Ocasio-Cortez thing. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, f- fucking remember that happened? This, d- this that week's like been a long year. wasn't it? Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Matthew be there. Matthew be everywhere. <laughs> okay, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Matthew Schultz. Matthew Eber, conduit of community college film art department. Is that an advertisement? What? Get back to us in that, Matthew. Okay. Matthias Lakeets, conduit of last name fine, first name butchered. Is that Matthias? I don't know. Mattias. Mattias? Mattias. Matt. I. Matt. Matt. I know somebody named Matthias, so I'm going with Matthias. Okay. I mean, that's what I thought. Okay. Hey. Imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa Nielsen. Mary Chrysler. (laughs) Oh, is that. No, it's Happy Honda Days. Oh, my God. I'm allowed to say that now. Uh, Michael Groman. Michael Hall. Michelle Minkler. Second of his name, the unpronounceable chef, etc. Midlife Stasis. Miko from Finland. Miles, why isn't Funky Kong in Smash Smith? That's a really good question. He was added to uh, Tropical Freeze in funky mode. Oh my god. We just got a new Donkey Kong representative in King K. Rule. We can't be greedy. Mistletoe spilling out of every orifice of my body. <laughs> okay, you didn't want to respond to my Donkey Kong thing. That's fine. <laughs> Morgan Rapp. Nathaniel Holman. Nico F. Alvarado. New Year, no credits. New Year, no credits. You get all the baby voice ones. Nicholas Dominic. It's like they know. Nina Person. <laughs> that wasn't... <laughs> I said it like a snake. Yeah, that wasn't you making fun of the name. You literally just saw the second S as it hits you and you flinched. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> Noah Sudret. Notorious Christmas, conduit of ho-ho-ho itself. Paul Mullen. Pruitt Holcomb. Puck, conduit of high key crushing on Austin. Bad idea. Oh heck! No, that's everyone has ever done that's been miserable. <laughs> it's an extreme, uh, Have they? It's an extremely bad time. Is it? <laughs> Next one. Random conduit of daddy issues. Oh yeah, that explains some stuff. Razumi Yazura. Richard G. Coles. Robert Dakin. Robert E. Calf Baker. Rulon, the flutinous, tootinous <laughs> conduit of nitpickery. Oh, is the flute too close to the sun person? Okay. S. Kearney now without a tentacles. Kearney, no, please. Solid child. Salsa condiment of catering and orgy. <laughs> I feel like someone just painted us a very vivid picture of their weekend. Yeah. S- S- Sam Zidanowitz. Scott going to steal names. 
Scott, no, Scott, who stole my name for a joke, Cummings. Scotts, it's the Scots and the Brents. We need to get them all in a room. <laughs> They're so uh, bad. Behave, children. Fifty Scots and fifty Brents parachute onto an island. The last one alive wins. Scotty, real hard. <laughs> He's just not responding to any of my provocations. <laughs> Sean, because yeah, it bothers you. Sean Lyons Burke. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Self-sustained exo-gay reaction. What does that mean? It's like I think it's a chemistry joke. Oh, I don't understand chemistry. Mm-hmm. Simmons conduit of incorrect pronunciation. Oh, oh it's incorrect. Are we supposed to say, are we supposed to say <laughs> Siemens? We were trying to be good. <laughs> I was trying to behave. I was it's- trying to not say it because they so clearly want me to. Okay, so we didn't take the bait, and now now we're, they're just calling us out for being incorrect. Well, I'm still not gonna take it. Shane Sedgwick. Shane Ware, conduit of ethical hedonism itself. Shocking link. Sir Octopus, conduit of chivalrous cephalopods. Right, he has a monocle, I can tell. And a hat. Skitch dot, <laughs> skitch dot fan club slash sketch. Got a sketch lover. Sorry, Austin, I was too tired to make a clever name this month. It's okay. It's okay, I'm tired every month. We understand. Sydney Marzing. Sarithis' monkey. <laughs> it's... I'm proud of you, Sorry, You should say monkey. <laughs> Tara, conduit of ennui. Big same. That penguin who secretly lives in your sock drawer. Gonna pet that guy. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. The Crocs of God Turbo yeet you. Okay. <laughs> now it's just Dada. You have to admit you're, when you're doing Dada, those are the rules. The Grand Old Duke of Yorkski. <laughs> Fine. You got me. The Hat Cells. The precursor. The Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Marietta, Georgia. Tim. Tim Lutton. Toby Gleason Stack. Toshiro Kuro, editor of Attack on Dice. Transient Passerby. Vinny, conduit of queer fashion itself. Now hold on. You missed uh, Shayness. Did I miss Shayness? Hey, Shayness, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Or is this Shyness? They haven't told us we're incorrect, so I, I, I win. No, correct us, we're going to get it wrong every time. Absolutely. Vizzy Huggles. Keep up the great work, y'all. Thank you, Vizzy. Or Huggles. I don't know how you want us to refer to you. Huggles is cute. It's nice to just not always be dunked on. Yeah. Zephosaurus. I wish people called me Huggles. Anyway, Z236019, or as Lauren says, 23619. Yeah. So technically it's under 20 minutes. Does it count if we finish the name before 20 minutes? I don't even know. I'm looking. I actually have some messages here. People who uh, pay Patreon. Is that a verb? Uh, people who uh, supported the show after the PDF was assembled. So I have some here from I have Amelia Sori. I have one from, uh, geez, uh, the conduit of booty itself. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do um, they got the booty? They do. They do. And maybe some other ones that I lost in my emails, but they're coming in pretty constantly. That's great. Uh, it's it's hard out there for everyone, and we need uh, all the help we can get. So thank you very much. Genuinely, extremely helpful. Love you guys. 2019. Hugs for everyone. Senpai did notice you. A lot of senpais. I love all my senpais. Are there? I'm. Oh, I'm. I'm the senpai. They're the kohai. Well, that's what I was saying. We're the senpai, and we notice them by saying their names. Oh, oh, that's the dynamic. I guess it is now. It is. Uh, also, if you want to notice some other senpais, we have Chris is at Patreon.com/slash/WeeklyMangaRecap. Sketch, as we said, Sketch.BandCamp.com/slash/Sketch.BandCamp/slash/Sketch.Camp.Band. 
Of course, Laura is at Laura K Buzz everywhere at Kotaku.co.uk to read the video game stuff. And she's got a book about butts. Go buy it. Uh, and a, another book, which is about and her. And a book about herself. Yeah, definitely support that. Conrad at Conrad Zimmerman everywhere. He has a podcast called Of Horse, and he's also on Movie Boys, a.k.a. Spinoff Doctors with Jim Sterling. I think it's on Jim Sterling's feed. Uh, support everybody if you can. Support chris especially i feel like if, if you can only support one he's just so sad and he he's needs so it. sad guys please please help chris he's so fragile also austin you you're just saying that because you know the money eventually gets to you what's that mean <laughs> it means i help you yeah you do but yeah. that's not hey i don't have ulterior motives uh-huh listen only one of us has chocolate rocks here and it's not you Okay, fine. Um, I'll thank you. I met a really good cat this month. His name was Tortilla. Tortilla? Um, yeah, I want to shout out Tortilla. Thank you for being extremely <laughs> good, Tortilla. Oh, no. Why, oh, no? Him's penis broke. Oh, him's penis broke. They don't know about that. <laughs> I know, but that's all I can think of now. Yeah, uh, my friend works uh, as a veterinary uh, technician of some sort, and she's not allowed to take pictures of the animals, but she does anyway and sends them to the group chat because she's a real one and uh there's a cat who's in there for some sort of uh you know genital thing because it happens to animals it's fine but the caption on the picture was him's penis broke and it's all we've been able to say to each other for like weeks now happy new year (laughs) happy new year 2019 him's penis broke (laughs) that's the mood for 2019 that's the banner we're gonna roll out uh we didn't do it at midnight it's a bladed one but we're gonna we're gonna roll it out and drop the ball him's Him's penis penis broke. broke 2019 Bow, 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 bow. Him's penis broke.